0: Hearst Ranch is a proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. Learn more about Hearst Ranch at hearstranch.com.
1: My name is Hannah Forden. I'm the membership coordinator at Heritage Radio Network, but even before I joined the team, I loved listening to HRN during my subway commute. It made the time go quickly and left me feeling inspired for the day ahead. HRN listeners, tune in from all over the world. But there are a few traits that we all have in common, no matter where we listen from a curious palate, the fierceness to make a difference, and a hunger for lifelong learning about the culinary world. As you know, Heritage Radio Network is a listener supported nonprofit. To deliver the most ambitious, entertaining, and of the moment stories in 2018, we need your help. We need to raise $150,000 by December 31st to accomplish these goals and to keep your favorite shows on the air. Together, we can make this HRN's most exciting, impactful, and delicious year yet. Become a member by donating today. Join us at heritageradionetwork.org slash donate, and you'll immediately start enjoying benefits such as VIP invitations to HRN events, where you will mix and mingle with your favorite hosts. Memberships also make a perfect holiday gift for all the foodies in your life. This year, why not give the gift of food radio? You'll hear your generosity in action for the year to come. Help keep our lights on and our mics hot by pledging your support today at heritageradionetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for listening.
2: Welcome to HR and Happy Hour. It's five o'clock somewhere, and somewhere is Bushwick. I'm Cat Johnson, and I'm back this week from my trip to Paris. <laughs> woo, woo, yo, dude! <laughs> and I'm also here with Executive Director Katie Mosman-Wadler. Welcome back, Cat. Really missed you. Thank you. Uh, we have our intern Sam Lee. Hi. What up, Sam? <laughs> and shout out to David in the booth for making us all sound nice. Woo, That's David. Me. That's me. Hi, David. Hi. So, Kat, you're back. I'm back. Best thing you ate in Paris? Um, My favorite thing, this is like the most cliche Paris thing, but it was phenomenal, was the steak frites at Cafe Paul Bear. Oh, that's awesome. I don't think that's cliche at all. They were, it was, I was gonna, I went and I was like, this is gonna be like great, but I'm gonna feel like I just did it to say I did it, but the steak was so good. Awesome. Yeah. And also the foie gras. Um, from there was great, and then the sweetbreads from Shayla Mijon were <laughs> mm. phenomenal too. So you just made me hungry again, which is <laughs> impressive
3: because we just had an enormous like buffet <laughs> potluck at 100 Bogart, which was so lovely and festive yeah. too. Um, okay, well, Kat, our guests today we have an awesome crew in here. Our studio is jam packed. We've got the whole team behind Care of Chan. Their business revolves around three simple rules to protect, promote, and progress through their many services tied to communication, brand management, and event production in the various food, restaurant, and home spaces. Can you guys all make some noise, and then I'll introduce you? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Woo! Yay! <Yeah. laughs> okay, so
3: AM Studio, uh, and feel free to like say hi when I say your name <laughs> so everybody can hear what your voice sounds like. Yeah. First and foremost, Sue Sue Chan. Hi, this is Sue. <laughs> uh, we have Nikki Spilka.
5: Hello. We've
3: got Lizzie Noonan. Hi. Sophia Yablon. Hi. Sam Appel. Hi. And Jade Darty. Welcome, ladies. Jade, hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you up. We're so happy to have you here on our very special end-of-the-year final episode of
2: 2017 show. To like give a little sneak peek into how things work at HR and Happy Hour, a lot of our shows are planned like pretty on the fly, but we, I talked to Sue and we planned for them to come a long, long time ago because I knew I wanted to end the season with a bang. So we're excited to talk about all the great things that happened this year. Thanks for having us. <laughs>
6: Kat, should we tell everyone why we know each other?
2: We should. I was definitely gonna mention that. So Sue kinda how taught me know each other. Sue taught me like pretty much everything I know about food and like New York and working in this industry. So thanks, Sue. That is really nice. I did not know oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first like real job out of college, besides ingesting like part time ingesting tape into a computer at zero point zero was working with Sue of Yeah. We had some fun times. We did what was
6: your best memory when we were there?
2: Um oh there were so many. I th- I think James one-
6: Beard award party bus. No, I feel like those are always That
2: was before me. <gasps>
6: that was okay, we didn't okay. But just I do, I
2: was going to say the the first winners or losers party was ah, incredible. That was a good party. It was it was so like I was like I didn't know parties like this existed. <laughs> and I don't think they really do. Actually,
6: we we uh so no one really cares about the media awards for the James Beard <laughs> Foundation for whatever reason, even though I think that they're very important. Um, and we were like, whoa, shit, we should throw an after party to the media awards. And we reached out to the James Beer Foundation being like, what do you think? They're like, we like blew their minds. They were like, whoa, we <laughs> never thought of doing this. Um, but yeah, so that was a really fun party. because I think, And we blew their minds. Yeah. It was, it was really fun. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I have a question too. Now that RAP Lucky Peach, is there going to be a party this year?
6: That is a good question. Probably not. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think the last party happened.
5: It last was their year. funeral. It was so their funeral. I don't That's think, right. unless there's like a resurrection, then yeah. it's
2: done. Mm-hmm. Seance? I
6: feel like it's too soon <laughs> to be talking about this. Oh,
2: Aww. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's, 2017, was like, the sound
6: effects are really good. <laughs> he,
2: he, he's a little <laughs> heavy handed with the sound effects. <laughs> uh, no but we love him thing. for it.
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
2: He <laughs> um, cannot
0: be too heavy handed.
2: <laughs> well, so I want to talk. This is our year in inter- review year show, so I want to talk a little bit about um, the things that happened at HRN. We had a crazy big year. I know that Karev Chan had a crazy big year. You guys are, you know, a, a young company, as, as are we. Um, so we're going to kind of, I think we're going to take some time to brag on ourselves, which I think is important. <laughs> um, and then... As you guys know, we, we've had some of your clients on our show before, so y- you know you guys have been around the block a little bit. We normally do trivia, but this, uh, this time go around, I wanted to change it up and do some categories, like our best of the year. So this is going to be really fun, because no one's wrong. No one can be wrong.
3: It's <laughs> pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, our trivia games are so high pressure and people (laughs) get tears just about every week. That's not entirely a lie. (laughs) I have witnessed a few of
2: them. Like,
3: the pressure really trips up.
2: (laughs) And some people are, like, so into it, and they're like, it's fine if I get it wrong. And some people are like, this is very serious, and I need to make sure I get everything right. I think also if you have partners on the show, it really yeah. reveals the
5: dynamic between the two of them. So we'll see if we can suss out what it is between yeah. all of us. Yes.
2: <laughs> My favorites, so I'll just kick yeah, off the yeah. favorites of the year. My favorite trivia that we did on on HRN Happy Hour was with Kate Brasher's <laughs> available schoolyard because it was when I started getting really weird with writing questions. And I said, okay, we're going to do trivia questions about all the neighborhoods that Edible Schoolyard Gardens are in, and then every question like started out about the neighborhood, but then like became about a rapper that was from that neighborhood or something, (laughs) and she was like, I don't know, but she actually did pretty well.
4: I was impressed. What were some of
2: your favorite moments, Katie, of HR and Happy Hour this year?
3: Of Happy Hour? (coughs) Yeah. Okay, I was getting all ready with my HR and, like, big things all year. (laughs) Um, Well... I really enjoyed seeing Patrick, like, surprise us at trivia. Um Just, like, surprise complete and utter domination. Patrick Martin's the founder yeah. of Heritage Dream Network. Uh, really, really came through on trivia. And I was, like, certain that he cheated, but he didn't. Um, so that was pretty cool to see. I, I am loved- Patrick Martin. Yeah, hey Patrick. that's Patrick. Hey. Um, what I really loved was this, is, like, romantic music is just, like, really taking me away. Um, it's Cheese and music. pie, cheese and pie day was oh, pretty that was amazing. Fun. That was recent. Uh, yeah. What, let's go back and forth so I can like think up my next one. What's your What was your favorite?
2: Well, I liked cheese and pie too because we also had John DeBerry on the show, mm-hmm. um, and it was very fun. And he gave some very good advice for planning holiday parties. And I also scrapped trivia on that that episode and <laughs> and uh, played a game called John DeBerry tweet or Jack Handy quote, <laughs> uh, and that was really fun. And we ate cheese and pie. Yeah. Okay, but you have to pick another one now. Another happy hour episode? Yeah. Um, Helen Hollyman was great. Woo! Yeah. We
6: worked with her. Yeah. (laughs) yeah.
2: She was awesome. Um, She is
6: awesome. yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That was my other one. You missed a great one also last week. It was like a little different from a typical happy hour. Uh, But my guest last week was Sandy Lerner. Uh, She co-founded Cisco Systems. Not the food service, but the one that makes the routers. She basically (laughs) invented the internet, guys. Um, And then she founded Urban Decay Cosmetics. I thought Al Gore invented the internet. I mean, yeah. No, but Today, a man man
0: basically destroyed the internet, so there's that.
3: I don't want to talk about it. Bummer. Um, Okay, but but back to that. Now she's been an organic, uh, sustainable meat farmer for 20 years. It's just like many lives and and really a lot of awesome achievements and just like
2: historic so it was pretty cool having her in the studio well what was some of your highlights of the whole year for HRN this is this has been our first year Together. kind of b- behind the reins so mm-hmm. so to speak what what were some of your highlights
3: well it started off with a bang in January because we had our 10,000th episode on the network and yeah. that was, like, pretty crazy. So we did a special for the 10,000th episode. We had, all like, a lot of figures call in who've been part of the network since the beginning. We had Alice Waters. We had Patrick. We had Brandon from Roberta's, Mike um, Edison, Jimmy Carboni. Like, everybody from the early days called in. And we just did, like, a really cool um, kind of recap show. Mm-hmm. And that was awesome. And then... Yeah, like big stuff. We had so many big partnerships this year. Uh, One of my favorite days was when Bob's Red Mill became our flagship sponsor and really supported us in a huge way this year. That was incredible. Uh, Also, the Charleston Wine and Food Festival, for you, me, and David, it was our first time going down there. That's when we met Sophia. And we (laughs) had a blast in the teepees. That was Um, so much fun. We got to do some really cool travel together.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Our teepees kind of became like the de facto hangout spot for a, a lot of uh, like chef and media people, which was really cool.
0: You weren't cool unless you were in that TP.
2: That's so true. Yeah. Um, and we had the coffee from Breville, which was oh, great. F-
0: kept, yeah. me, uh, kept me alive all week. I know. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, and we so did over incredible. like sixty interviews in a weekend, which was wild. Yeah, I
3: lost my voice for like a week. Yeah. Um, but that was amazing. We got to travel to Charlotte. We got to travel to Atlanta. We um, survived a, a hurricane. A we survived. We hunkered down. We cooked delicious things. And, um, yeah, we started Happy Hour this year. This show didn't even exist before, so mm-hmm. that was, like, a big highlight. We have new staff members, so we grew our team, which is awesome. So um, we added our membership director, Hannah Forden, and we added Liza Ham for special projects. We added Margaret Kelly. And uh, we had an amazing team of interns. We created Modernist Breadcrumbs, which is our first, like, super produced show. Um, That's in collaboration with Modernist Cuisine. They were, like, really cool to be able to partner with. It just goes on and on. What are some of your top faves?
2: Um, I also really enjoyed um, working with our Saxelby Scholar program, um, which this was, I believe, the third or fourth class of, of high school students that we trained how to produce their own radio stories um and we spent 10 weeks with six students and they were they're all from the food and finance high school which is in over in hell's kitchen and they're all incredibly bright and and very ambitious and it's been really cool to watch them throughout the past year because this was back in the spring and right now three of those students are working at um a pop-up cafe called Murphy's Beans and Dreams. It's on the school's campus. It was in the New York Times last week. Um, one of, the, the one student that I kind of teamed up to mentor the later part of the program, Jaquad, is the executive pastry chef. So I'm very that. proud of him. Um, he will he will he he'll be a care of Chan client soon
0: Jaquad is yeah. gonna be a celebrity chef like he, next year yeah. yeah
2: great and he's like so soft-spoken but incredibly talented and he already has a very strong social media presence so watch out <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, yeah any other favorites to call it this is fun <laughs> this makes me feel like
2: oh like we got a lot done guys well I want to turn the table a little bit yeah. and ask you guys the care of Chan team. What are some of your highlights from 2017?
6: I'm gonna let the team take this one because it's been a long year, and braina's on the.
5: Because <laughs> there's too many. There's too many. Can't process <laughs> <Lizzie, laughs> them all.
6: You give, yeah.
5: Um, okay, one of my huge highlights <laughs> just occurred this past month. It was the Raw Wine Fair. Yes. Um, we did it in New York last year, and it came back again in full force in New York and L.A. So we got to do a little care of L.A. Trip, we were roommates. Um, we got to know each other on a whole nother level. Um, the best roommates, the best roommates. True, we all know who snores and who snuggles. Um, I snuggle. but <laughs> Raw Wine, for those who don't know, um, it's the leading biodynamic, organic, low intervention, quote unquote, natural wine fair. Um, that began in uh, in London in 2012, and it's founded by uh, France's first and only master of line, Isabel Lagaron. So, she's our hero in a lot of ways. So,
2: we we time. got to attend in in Brooklyn, and it was incredible. And one of our interns, our Julie Child fellow, um, Jordan Warner, did an interview with Isabel, and it's it's really incredible. So, mm-hmm. yes, everyone listened to that interview. Yeah. it's great. Mm-hmm. She did a great job. They
6: had almost 3,000 people at the fair over the course of the two days, which is really wow. impressive. Wow. I think, yeah.
2: That's amazing. Um, well, I'll rewind a little bit too. Okay. We have more things, Kat. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll come right back we to it. We have as okay. many, if not more, than you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, showdown competition. Well,
4: We're I, so competitive. I realized too. How wow. I was in numbers. I was a little out of
2: order. Do you, Sue, do you want to like, explain how you started Care of Chan? Uh, um, sure. <laughs>
6: uh, so previously, I was the brand director at Momofuku, um, which meant that I oversaw PR, marketing, uh, Special projects, partnerships for all the restaurants, for Dave Chang, um, and then for all of our side projects as well, including Lucky Peach when it first started. Um, and I left uh, in 2015, um, and when I left, it was just time to like pass the torch and um, let someone else kind of you know take the reins and do their thing with the position and with the brand. Um, and Marguerite Marskill actually ended up taking over, who made it as 30. Forbes 30 under 30. Very Woo. proud of her. She actually started off as an intern working for me, so I'm really proud of her. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, I so wanted to work with other chefs and restaurants um, to kind of help them grow their brands. Um, so in 2016, officially started Care of Chan. Um, we started first as a communications agency, and Lizzie Noonan was actually...
5: Intern number one.
6: Intern number one. The OG. She will forever have that title, intern number one. Um, And then, uh, so yeah, so started uh, the agency in 2016. Um, Nikki Spilka joined um, soon after uh, and really helped build out our communications team um, and client list. Uh, And then we started doing events uh, with this really amazing woman named Emily Levins who left us for Sydney, Australia. Um, hi Emily, if you're listening, <laughs>
5: she's probably sleeping. Yeah, she's she sleeping. <laughs> no, no, I think it's like it's 7 a.m. Yeah. Maybe
6: no, no, no. It's no, it's I think it's 9 a.m. Oh, she's oh, no, no. she's, she's probably sleeping. Hi Emily.
5: Hi Emily. <laughs> hi Emily, you're there.
6: You miss us. Um, uh, so and then we started doing events, and then um, now we are building out a talent management division. Woo! Excited. Um, but yeah, but yeah. I mean, my passion is helping people grow and helping people. Um, expand on their creative ideas I think you know there's lots of good ideas and lots of really talented people in food and beverage however some of them don't quite know how to get their message out and um, I love supporting people in their creative endeavors and that was one of the main reasons why we started Care of Chan um, was to you know hopefully tell more people about raw wine and all of the other amazing people that we represent
2: amazing yeah. alright so let's go back other highlights of the year for you guys
6: Sophia, I think you have one. I have
7: more than one. Okay.
6: Tell everyone about them.
7: Well, personal highlight, I, I started at Care of Chan. <laughs> so, great year. Oh, sorry. Um, and then I've been working with, if I were to pick one, one event, I would say it was the release of The Munchies Cookbook. Um, that's actually, like... Four or five events that I folded into that one, but um, we did a whole book tour, um, and I got to know the whole Munchies team really well. They released this really fun cookbook that's just full of um, recipes from all the chefs that have been on Chef's Night Out. A lot, well, a selection of the chefs who've been on Chef's Night Out, um, and it's just a really fun celebration of restaurant culture, which I think we've all chosen to be a part of. So it was a great way to get involved there, and I got to go to LA and Austin. So that was. Not bad.
2: Was Austin chosen because Helen's from there? Or was that just like... I think that was like a perk, but also yes. Because <laughs> I, I read the, the piece she did recently about like her mm-hmm. diet for the week, mm-hmm. and it was over Thanksgiving, and I, I loved reading about all the stuff she eats in Austin. I've never been, and I like have dreams of like
7: going there one day and all, eating only Tex-Mex food. <laughs> I went to her favorite queso place while I was there. I was really, really sick, and that's the only thing I ate. Uh, it was really good, but it was like a heart attack. It had <laughs> queso with ground beef and guacamole on top, and I was by myself too because I don't know anybody in Austin. And it was, it was a lot. It was a lot to take in. <laughs> um,
2: so I know that when we were at Momofuku, we did a lot of stuff with them with Mad. We did, and yeah. you guys are still working with we them. Still work with them. Yes. Yeah. So
6: we produce all of Mad's uh, fundraisers in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, Mesomad's a really incredible organization that Renee Renzepi of NOMA um, founded. And actually, I'm really excited. One of the things that I'm really excited about 2018 is that NOMA is moving locations to a bigger and better space. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Actually, they already opened up reservations. I think they're like book solid um, for the first couple months. But yeah, really excited to go to Copenhagen next year. Um, They took a break with MAD this year, but it'll be back next summer. Um, the the
2: the main yeah conference. the the main
8: symposium cool. exactly exactly
2: um uh, so what what else
9: what other highlights. Um, so we work with the standards, ho- the Standard Hotels Culinary Program, so that includes all the restaurants in New York, Miami, and LA, which is awesome because it enables us to, you know, travel to all of those <laughs> awesome properties, um, but we opened their first bar this year, NARC Bar, which is at their East Village location, um, and probably the coolest thing about it is the bar team is all female-led, which we are a fully female company, if you haven't gone on to that either, so, um... Yeah, that was that was for sure a highlight earlier this summer. And we actually, Jordan Salcito from Ramona, who we had on earlier mm-hmm. this year, she did her launch party there. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of something that we always try to do is synergy between all of our clients and kind of figuring out ways that they can connect together. And that venue itself is blends itself amazingly to that. So
6: I mean, let's be real. We choose our clients based on who <laughs> we want to hang out with and yeah. whose products yeah, yeah. we actually like and enjoy. So, yeah. That's
2: <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So is that like a criteria? Oh, 100%. I mean, life is too
6: short to represent people or work with people that you don't like, right?
2: And you're like, how is this client going to work with that client? Like, Uh, how is this going to work?
6: I don't think we like go into it thinking that. But I I think everyone that we work with is very like-minded and we're a firm believer that rising tides lifts all boats. Mm -hmm. So I think naturally um, there's just a natural, organic um, potential for collaboration across all of our clients.
2: Yeah. Yeah. so I I, I love the the quote on your website about um, you respect tradition, think innovatively, act purposefully, and value. Con- Conviviality—that's our favorite word. Conviviality, <laughs> conviviality. and you know and what? I no noticed, one really knows what it means.
6: Conviviality, well, which I'm really surprised. Though, actually, Jamie Bissonetti, mm-hmm. last night um we did a panel at the 92nd Street Y for Munchies. um Helen Holloman killed it, as did all of our panelists. It was actually, yeah, we should have recorded that. Mm, it's fine.
2: Yeah, it was, um, call us next time. <laughs> it yeah, was
6: yeah,
7: Christina yeah. Tosi, Frank Pinello, Jamie Bissonette. And Kino Baca yeah, moderated by nice. great chemistry yeah.
6: on stage and said lots of really inspiring things, even for me. Like, yeah, toasty all the way. But um,
2: well, I noticed that the pops it, yeah, up on your Instagram so, and stuff.
6: Yeah, Jamie used it last night, which I was really excited about. <laughs> um, so yeah, so conviviality for everyone out there listening um, means eating and drinking in good company. That's like the exact definition, and that's a phrase that uh, actually I learned it from the Four Horsemen team. They were the first who really introduced me to that um, to that phrase. Um, it means essentially eating and drinking in a really amazing environment where it's not just about the food. It's not just about the beverages. It's not just about the staff, but it's about the holistic experience. And I think that all of the people we work with have that same belief, whether or not they know that or articulate it in that way. Um, I think in the last decade, we were very much in this era where the chef ruled everything. And You know, it didn't matter if the restaurant was comfortable. It didn't matter if service was necessarily good. It was all about the food. It was all about the chef, um, which is why, you know, tasting menus were a really big thing. And I think um, as more and more people start to appreciate food, um, not everyone can really appreciate it at that level, and they're going to care about other things. They're going to care about the design of the space. They're going to care about the vibe. They're going to care about the people who are in the space with them. Um, They're going to care about the service. They're going to care about the beverage. And um, we... I think very much value all of those um, points within the experience of a restaurant, and so we gravitate towards um, clients that also value that. Where it's not just about one thing, but it's about the holistic experience. Because so I mean, who doesn't want to be in a space that's super vibey, right? Right.
2: Well, like my question: candles,
6: is- fireplace, yeah, good crowd, like that. To me, makes th- those touch points will always give me a better memory than something that's just like a really amazing food where like the chef was whatever three Michelin star blah blah blah
2: right when you're working with um, clients like you know NARC bar that just opened or, or or new new venues and spaces is this the kind of like feedback and guidance you're providing them or are you like like tell me a little bit how you you're different from another like PR agency yeah
6: um I think that we're different Mainly because we operate not just within food and we really pride ourselves on having interests outside of food. Like everyone on the team is super eclectic and they have interests outside of food. Actually, Jade, you should tell them your highlight of the year, which was your amazing play that we saw. But <laughs> um, but everyone has interests outside of uh, the food industry and that's definitely what we look for when we're onboarding um, staff members and also clients um, is... You know, you're not just nerding out at food, but you also love art and you're inspired by music and you know about film, that to me makes a much more dynamic and interesting uh, restaurant experience or client. Um, so yeah, so I think what makes us different from other PR ag- agencies is that we understand culture as well um, at large and not just food, but how it plays a role in, uh, cult- in larger conversation about culture.
2: Awesome.
9: I think i really fascinated, like, by that <laughs> intersection. Um, and then, like, in terms of, we, like, hate, honestly, even using the term, like, PR of publicist because it has right. such a negative connotation, and we want to be able to, like, craft these real stories and almost feel like we are, like, working in the restaurants themselves instead of, you know, like, working. It's it's really that, that medium between the two, and because we have an events arm and a talent manager in arms, really being able to represent them as a whole versus, like, this PR person behind that I think... Is often a lot of.
2: Yeah, and sometimes a client goes from needing one thing to another thing. Right. It's yeah, not totally. always that you need a yeah. press release. And, and yeah, exactly.
6: Like, and also, you know, the world is a much more dynamic place these days, and people outside of food can be interested in food. And because food is so prevalent right now, there are opportunities, not just within food. And um, I think it's really important for chefs and food talent to understand um, the full landscape and not just, you know, another food event.
8: Mm-hmm.
3: Jade I want to circle back Will you tell us about your play <laughs> Yes Jade I don't want that to slip
8: away yeah. That is a big highlight We, we all went To was, go yeah. see it It was great Everyone yeah. <laughs> It was Jade's birthday Happy birthday so, <laughs> Thank you yeah. uh, I'm part of A dance theater company Called Cakeface. Face uh, I don't suspect They're listening But if they are What up Cake Face <laughs> um, And so we had a piece in residence at Here Theater, which is in Soho, for the past three years. And uh, it was called Stairway to Stardom. It was about failed dreams and like shattered aspirations, uh, as well as the 1980s television program that aired out of Staten Island about the same. It was just like a really low budget talent search. Um, But yeah, we had like a two week run and we got reviewed in the Times and Time Out. And it was super dope. And everyone came. (laughs) Uh, it was really fun. That's
2: awesome. That's awesome. Congrats. Thank you. Um well we are gonna take a quick break uh for a moment and then when we come back we're gonna keep this best of the year rolling and get into some of our, you know, favorite things Can we, we yeah. ate and things then we drank and favorite trips we went on. I have a feeling a lot of yours is LA. I'm like favorite waiting trips. I'm LA. waiting for the care of Chan like LA branch. Uh, <laughs> it's probably same. happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Awesome. Definitely San Francisco. That's cool. All right. Well, we'll be back in just a moment. Cool.
8: Are we
0: can back? you hear me now? We're back. Uh, yeah, we're back. You
2: know, it would be nice if our engineer would cue us. <laughs> that, that was me. God
0: that David. was me on the other side of the glass. <laughs> I guess you didn't see me. It's
2: <laughs> like a weird I guess glare. you didn't see
0: me through the transparent glass.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a one-way mirror. Um, I'll have
0: oh, to ask okay. one of our hosts about that.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm not mirror. sure you can see through both directions. You should start
6: telling <laughs> guests that it's a one-way mirror. Oh, <laughs> we, some we, people we do. Have
2: some, uh, yeah, people so we got
0: somebody on that tip already, so yeah.
2: Alright Is it quiz time? It's quiz time Well first of all Welcome back We're here with the Care of Chan team uh, We have a room full Of ladies today Which is awesome Great way to end the year um, So we're gonna uh, We have a few categories here And we're just gonna Kind of go around Free form And everybody can can Share their Favorite things Of the year That are related to food Alright so first up What was everyone's Best bite of the year? Nikki go
9: um. So there's a spot, Hearts and Bedside. <laughs> Sorry. It's the regular, it's her cheers. Wow, I think so they like,
6: named a cocktail after <laughs> her.
9: That, I'm going to mention that one later. <laughs> um, but they have this ricotta that's super baller. And you can, like, normally my vibe is just sitting at the bar alone, getting three drinks in the ricotta, and you're like, good. So, <laughs> three? Damn
4: girl. Three. It's <laughs> a good number. <laughs> Um, so if you haven't been to Di Maria, the Ooh. Tiger Ball is by far my favorite. Just like getting, A, the space is so beautiful. If you haven't been, like everyone needs to go. I know this crew obviously has all been, but they um, eat there like four times a week. At least. <laughs> and like run into so many people that also eat there four times a week. Um, the space is stunning. That is the
6: new Baltazar, I feel like. I feel like Baltazar is like kind of like the epicenter of Soho. I feel like Di Maria is the epicenter of uh,
4: Nolita. Yeah. 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 And Camille Becerra is so talented and she's such a badass, so it's just great to like be in her vibe and, and know that she's like really nourishing you because she cooks from like this pretty awesome place of love and nutrition and all that really good stuff, so yeah. Nice.
7: Uh, I'd have to say Thanksgiving, the first bite of Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. Yeah. I don't think anything really <laughs> tops that, like when you get everything on one fork. Mm-hmm. The flavors are just perfect. My mom makes amazing stuffing. And her cranberry sauce is really dope. So yeah.
6: Kind of like the Mimi Chang's uh, Thanksgiving dumpling. Yeah. Mimi Chang's
7: Thanksgiving dumpling. It's so not my mom's dumpling. <laughs> but it is delicious. It's very, very good. Um, my
5: best bite has to go to Enrique Alvera. Oh. You know, he gives me a lot of options this year. <laughs> but my heart is still with uh, my meal at Peel. Um, the mole, like it is as good no. as people say it is. Um, it's like a thousand day old mole mixed with new mole. And, um, my particular day they were serving it with tortillas pressed with, um, Oja de Santa, which is a, a Mexican herb. So it was like pretty insane. Sam, I don't remember
8: what mine was. We talked about it.
4: Um, <laughs> yeah. we did. um
8: I really poorly prepped this.
4: <laughs> we can get
5: Chang special. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah, saw yeah. you going in the on those. Burger.
2: The burger.
8: I did go in on the Emmy burger <laughs> dumpling at Mimi yeah. Chang. <laughs> yeah, the last day
5: of the month is hard for Jay <laughs> <laughs> because it means parting with another Mimi Chang
8: special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's valid. Uh, yeah, we I'll say that. Yeah, that one was pretty solid. <laughs> <laughs> It was from that place in your neighborhood, Jade. Oh my god. Yes. yes. It was this is <laughs> uh, this thing called breakfast gnocchi. It was from this like what? I know. It's this like really small restaurant called Krupa's Grocery that's like in Prospect Park, but it's breakfast gnocchi and it's just like actual gnocchi and then they put egg and like kale and bacon and it's Stop. it's mm. phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Thank you.
2: Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> got it. Yep. Sam Lee, you got anything? Oh.
3: Um, it's hard for me to remember this year has been a blur, but uh, <laughs> I my surprising best bite would be at, in L.A. at Here's Looking at You, they have this heirloom tomato dish, which sounds very boring, but it involves pork and some sort of cream and just like lots of actual like umami with like the most amazing fresh heirloom tomatoes.
2: And I could have eaten like four bowls of that, yeah. I think. Make me dream of summer.
6: Um, so uh two of my best friends got married in Portugal uh in October and uh it was my first time in Portugal, but in Lisbon I had uh the egg tart from I'm gonna butcher the name mm. um but mantigaria. Um it was literally the best thing I've ever had in my entire life. I probably had too many more than you should, because I think there's <laughs> lots of cholesterol in that. Um but my friend Miguel who's like the food Foodie of uh, Lisbon took me there and it was so incredible. Highly recommend it. Okay. Yeah.
2: Katie oh, does you that. One? I do.
3: Do you want do you want to go first?
2: I okay. <coughs> Mine is not like necessarily the most delicious thing I ate this year. However, it was over Thanksgiving. Um, the two days after Thanksgiving was the Iron Bowl. Anybody who knows me know that I went to Auburn and it's a really big deal for Auburn to be to <laughs> Alabama. Wait, I thought you went to Alabama. JK. Uh, No, Uh, and so uh, in 2013, I took David Chang to the Iron Bowl, and it was oh my god! You guys were so all about. I was like, what is happening? What? It was like (laughs) I don't understand. Like football, whatever. And so it was. It ended up being the like most insane game of football ever of all time, and we haven't beat Alabama since. And uh, so. The like the week of that, we ate venison heart tartare at this restaurant in Auburn, and it was really incredible. And so I was like, you know what? I think we need to be Alabama this year. We need to eat venison heart tartar. So my brother went out and killed a deer, and what? I made <laughs> no. and I made venison heart okay, tartar. Cat, you, Kat, you oh win. <laughs> you you win. <laughs> like with his bare hands. That's so what it sounds brother, like. No, like even nuts. <laughs> okay, but, but he probably could. Okay. Um, so yeah, he did it, and we like, and it was because you have to have quote impeccably fresh. And so it was impeccably fresh, yeah. and we ate it. And fresh as it gets. Fresh as it gets. And Auburn beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. So cool. good job. Thank, that was my because of Thank you, dear, for yes. your life. My brother, for killing the deer. <laughs> wow.
6: Sacrifice that deer yeah. for. Yeah, it was deer. worth
2: it. <laughs> we beat
3: Alabama. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna use this opportunity to give a plug. Uh, so like one of my big personal things this year was that I got married in August. Aww. And thank you. Uh, Aww. <laughs> Aww. Um so I got married in Maine. And are you from I, Maine? Oh yeah, I'm from southern Maine. Okay. Um, but I got What married, town is that? Well I, I'm from South Berwick, which is basically New Hampshire, don't tell got anybody. It. It's like right <laughs> on the border. But I got married in real Maine, like nine hours from here, um, in Searsport. And I really, really wanted to have wedding food that didn't suck and I'm very happy to say that I had really wonderful wedding food and I was super lucky because Sarah Jenkins catered my wedding. What? Um, Yeah, she has a new place (coughs) called Nine of June in Rockport with her mom and uh, they do like, I really want to go up there because they they do like pasta making classes upstairs, like Nancy Harmon Jenkins and Sarah Jenkins together, it was like so awesome. But she doesn't do catering but I just like begged her because I tried some actual caterers, and everybody was booked, like, a year out, and it was crazy. And so I was so, so lucky, because Sarah did the food, and it was really good, and she made so many wonderful vegetables, but, like, the best thing and the best bite was she made porchetta, and obviously she's, like, really good at porchetta, Um, and it was just amazing, and I was so hungry also, like, by the time I sat down to eat after taking all the photos, and it was just, like, the most wonderful thing to, like, Sit outside
2: next to the ocean and eat Sarah Jenkins' porchetta and be married. It's
8: awesome.
1: Come
2: <laughs> um, on. Okay, well, we're running out of time, so unfortunately we can't get through all of these categories. I think we should do one-word answers. I say after giving a 100-word answer. Okay.
3: Well <laughs> Ooh, I like that.
2: Um, so let's do, let's just do, okay, one-word answers. Let's do best food city this year, in your opinion. Austin. Boston.
4: Rhyming Controversial
2: (laughs)
5: New York
7: Oh Oh, classic Always
5: San Sebastian Oh Oh. Okay Bougie Yeah
7: (laughs) How are you gonna follow I told you the
5: dynamics Come out I know Um, uh, Lizzie is
3: bougie
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
5: I follow that Chicago
3: Oh yeah Oh god Uh, I'll say LA Which I just came from (laughs) Yeah
6: Copenhagen Mm. I would Live there that's my
8: favorite. Also, city. bougie. Soon. Yeah. Not <laughs> <laughs> as like, bougie as San Sebastian. Honestly, San Sebastian is so hard here, to get to. After hard. yes. Um, <laughs> I'll stay in New York. Uh, Hold that
7: yeah.
2: I'm gonna say Paris since I just came from there and had really good food. Bougie. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome.
3: I, I gotta agree with Sophia. New York, always. Yeah.
2: I love traveling because I love coming back to New York. Yeah. yeah. Um. Can we do oh, a sip? I was just gonna do favorite like moment in food, and if that is okay. a sip, then mm-hmm. go for it. Okay. So yeah, and if anybody like, what was your favorite like moment in food this year?
4: Mm. Um, mine was pretty simple and totally personal, like coming back to cooking and cooking for myself and baking for myself, mm-hmm. and like n- and like doing a little bit more of that like home life situation. Yes.
9: Um. Sue alluded to this earlier, but. I got a cocktail named after me at my favorite bar, and that is, like, literally, like, life highlight, like, not... So um, it's called the Tiki for Nikki at Dick and James in Fort Greene. Congrats. Yeah, thanks.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I gotta give a shout-out to the home team and say my best moment in food 2017 was Winter in the Garden, Heritage Radio Network's first annual Taste Around (laughs) Party awesomeness at BBG. (laughs)
2: It was so great. I second that. Yeah. (laughs) Anybody else have favorite moments?
7: Um, well, I think it's obvious for my Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving comment. I'm a very <laughs> sentimental eater. And for my mom's birthday this year, which was just last week, we went and spent um, the whole day together, and we, neither of us had ever been to Balthazar. And it wasn't my, it was not my best meal all year, but it was a very special meal. And so that was probably my best moment in food. A long, leisurely, of oh. champagne. And it cost, you know, way too much money. But it was very special. Oh. I'll do best
5: sip. Okay. I had never been to Bammelman's Bar at the car. Oh, my God. Never, the move ever. is the
6: Met then Flora Bar, and then Bevelman's. Totally.
5: Like, born and raised here, never been to Bevelman's. I haven't even. Um, classic. Martini with gin, olives and a twist. Yes, I'm glad that you said crazy. gin, Lizzie. <laughs> and, Who has
6: martinis with vodka?
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta specify. <laughs> yeah, they let you pick action. your gin. It comes with a sidecar. It's like four martinis and mm-hmm. two vessels. Oh, and, nice. you know, <laughs> they have the the wallpaper Um, and they have, they had someone named like Earnest love or something on on the keys, and it's very romantic <laughs> yeah. and very New York and, and very special. What a name! Yeah. Nicky, you
7: tried to take me there the other night. I literally
5: try to go there every day. I tried I'll, last, I'll last I'll night go with to
7: give it. <laughs> I'll go with you. Also,
9: the snacks you get complimentary cheese crackers that are, like, the best cheese crackers you've ever it's had true. in your life.
5: There's no <laughs> limit. Like, yeah. I, I no. definitely bring it <laughs> up, to testing the Shit. limit, but it's, like, the second, the last, you know, cheese morsel has been cleared, new new dishes, Imagine. new
2: almonds, new, yes. new cheese crackers. It's great.
5: Service. Very New York. <laughs>
2: <laughs> last call for best moments of the year. Before we wrap Jade, this thing nothing. up. Jade, nothing? I can't remember. I, yeah, they're all a blur. <laughs>
6: <laughs> great year um, yeah, mine is not to take it into a dark not happy hour place but uh, I think just Women on the Rise this year I'm really psyched about that um, I actually made a note about it uh, so do you guys remember when the Gods of Food cover story yes. came out that was when I was still at Momofuku it and they was just talked about of that. that yeah yep. um, and uh, yeah I don't know it's it's Been since I feel like that was like the start of it, Mm -hmm. and we actually um, I run a I founded a women hospitality group which Sam Appel um, works on as well um, in 2012, Um, and then the Gods of Food thing happened in 2013, and yeah, it's been since then. That was like what, how many years ago? Like Uh, um, four. I can't do math. Four years ago now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gods of
4: Food was four. And
6: and then now all of this stuff is happening, and this third wave feminism has been really inspiring and. Um, I don't know. I think the tables have turned and hopefully this will just lead to a more equal world. Um, not saying that, you know, we should line up all the men and kill them or anything like that. Or, you know, it's, it's <laughs> not about that. It's about like, no, thank you. Thank you. No, no, no sorry. Um, but it's, it's just about more equality and understanding um, what kind of suffering has been happening to, um people who've been marginalized all of these years and decades and all that. So I'm really excited and um I hope that it inspires actually more female restaurateurs, which I doesn't really exist. I feel like you can count on one hand um, all of the female tours in America. And um I would love to see more uh, women boss ladies running restaurant
2: groups. And other all kinds of companies. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was gonna we were gonna do a look ahead of two thousand eighteen, but I think that's it that yeah. just I think sums it up that's, that's the goal and that's where we're going to push it so
6: <laughs> sorry did I say sh- I don't, I don't
2: you can say it's whatever you wrong want wrong. on this station Sushan <laughs> 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 for now yeah right um, no buffering alright well we've got to wrap things up um, thank you so much to Sue Nikki Lizzie Sophia Sam and Jade for joining us thank, thank, thank you, you ladies we had so much fun. You guys can come back whenever you want. Anytime.
7: <laughs> Next week. Yes. <laughs>
3: for the Sour Hour. The Sour yeah. Hour. Um, okay, but I have to just be happy for a second because this is our last one of the season oh. and just to be like, wow, guys, um, what a year. It's been amazing. I'm so proud to be working with everyone here at HRN. I'm so proud to know you ladies and uh, I just think that we've all had an incredible year and just huge thanks to our hosts of all 35 of our podcasts here at HRN. Thank you David for being the man behind the curtain and uh, and Vitor for also doing many many of our shows Uh, and Kat especially you. It's been an awesome year. Thank you for being by my side every day and like (laughs) just getting all this stuff done and looking forward to an amazing
2: 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Woo. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Thanks, David. <laughs> well, that's our show. That's our show. We'll be back mid-January. January after the 16th. Yeah, whatever that uh, day is. We'll, we'll
3: be on quote unquote break. Too, we'll too be getting ready. It's a long <laughs> we'll vacation, guys. Yes. Yeah. yeah, vacation is exactly yeah. what we will not be doing. We have to finish <laughs> our <laughs> end um, of the year drive. Yeah, important important note here which is that we do have uh, just 2 weeks to go. To wrap up our end of year drive, we've got just under 50,000 still to go to meet our goals to give us a strong start for 2018. So, everybody out there listening, please remember HRN is a nonprofit and we are a member supported nonprofit, which means we would love you forever if right now you will go to heritageradionetwork.org and click on the beating heart to donate. Thank you. We love you all and peace until the new year.
2: See you in 2018. Bye. HRN Happy Hour is powered by Simplecast. Simplecast is a popular hosting and analytics platform that allows podcasters to easily host and publish to apps like Apple Podcasts. If you have a podcast or are looking to create your very first, check it out. Try it for free and save half off your first three months at simplecast.com forward slash heritage.